Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming, when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Praise be to Jesus Christ that you are back again to listen to this Young Heart podcast as we meditate through the Gospel of John. Um, and today we're going to do a small reflection on this verse from John chapter 9, verse 3. So before we begin our meditation, let us begin with a prayer. And for prayer um, today, let's offer up all those who are going through different ailments sickness and sufferings in their life it can be some physical sufferings or perhaps it's mental sufferings whatever it is we offer it up to the lord lord jesus just like the blind man who went through his blindness who suffered through that um lack of ability for many years of his life lord jesus give us patience in our trials to know that one day that you may glorify, that you may be glorified in our sufferings. Lord Jesus, help us to be strengthened through our sufferings or through the sufferings that we witness of our loved ones. And for this we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus and Mary, we meditate upon this word out of love for you both. O Jesus, King of love, I trust in you that you will grant me the grace to speak, to listen according to your will. My Lord, I offer this through the Immaculate Heart of Mary at the foot of Jesus' cross, for conversion of sinners, salvation of souls in purgatory, and for those most in need of thy mercy. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, your vowed beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, your vowed beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, your well-beloved spouse. So the other day I saw a quote from um, from the apparitions of Fatima, and this was like one of the first things that the angel of peace of the Fatima told the children, and she, um, the angel told them, In everything you do, offer a sacrifice to God to make up for the sins by which God is offended. Above all, accept and endure with submission the suffering which God will send you. And I was always like thinking about this. Like, the angel didn't say, um, you know, whatever you 
suffer, just offer that up. The angel said, in everything you do, offer it up as a sacrifice. So when I'm laughing, when I'm watching TV, when I'm reading the Bible, when I'm listening to a podcast, when I'm driving, everything can be offered up. And this small prayer that I just repeated right before I started this uh, started this recording, that is a reminder of like how like that prayer. I feel like that prayer was inspired to me by Mary. Um, Mary inspired me that prayer um, a, maybe a year or two ago. And during that time, I felt like one of the things she was telling me to do is to say this before everything that I do. And this is one of the way like you can offer up everything. Like before I start driving, say, Jesus, I'm doing this out of love for you. And call upon Mary too, because she's our mother. She's a loving mother. And she knows what's the best way to love her son. Um, and I've seen like, like one, one dramatic change that I've seen is like, usually if I'm like very distracted and like my mind is just very disturbed, um, when I say this prayer and then when I start driving, like all of a sudden I feel a lot of peace. Um, so. That was just um, pretty good. So today I was kind of going to skip it. And then I was like, no, like even if, it, if it, even if it takes a bit of time, even if this is a short recording, I'll still say the prayer. Um, now, going back to the verse, John chapter 9, verse 3, Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sent. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. What, oftentimes, perhaps we go through like many challenges or difficulties. And I think sometimes like we know, like we know like, oh yeah, we're going to have problems in our lives. But um, another pro issue that we've struggled with is not that we're going to have problems, but when the issues or problems in our life doesn't get resolved quickly, you know, or doesn't get resolved in a time that we would like them to get and get them resolved. Um, I, I've been working at, at work. I've been working on this project and I was supposed to finish it like perhaps a month or two ago, but some problems and issues came up and, you know, just kept on lagging and lagging and I thought maybe it was my fault, um, you know, and then I, I was worried whether I was going to upset the people about me, about the delay and everything. But, um, but it's, but it's funny because I felt like even though it was getting delayed, God was still allowing it to like funds to flow in so that I can com complete the project. And when I almost thought I can get it done really complete by last week, you know, not touch this project again, another issue came up and that was just like throw it, throwing me off. And then I was just like thinking, you know, like, cause sometimes like even as a Christian, you would think like, oh, like 
yeah, I trust in God. Like you want to see a sign that he's going to work. Like we want to see a resolution through our problems. Um, and I think sometimes with our problems, we have this nature of like thinking since we're a Christian, we expect our problems to be resolved either sooner or, or we expect them to be resolved in a better way than other people's. But one thing that we need to realize is, um, just because like especially like when we pray about something right because we are thinking there are other people who are not praying about their problems but they get their problems resolved the same time that i got mine resolved you know so sometimes it's not necessarily about like oh when do i when does my um when do my conflicts resolve or do my problems in life get better or do I find any solutions to it? So rather than checking at the end result, maybe perhaps it's okay to just rely on the current moment, trusting in God that he will provide and he will find a way, even though it's not necessarily something that we expected. Like I remember, especially like in the beginning of my faith journey, I just thought like walking with Christ is going to be like, Wow, so fabulous and beautiful, but, um, and it is, it really is. But when we think of fabulous and beautiful, we tend to think of like a utopia ish world where we see things getting resolved, a happy faces, happy family and everything. Uh, and that necessarily is not what God is desiring because we are relying on the environment. You know, that's, that's different because we're, letting the environment control our feelings. But if you look at the life of like Mary and Joseph and like right before the prayer today, um, I was doing like the seven sorrows of Mary. And if you look at their life, you know, they went through the same ordinary struggles of other people. They had a difficult life. It was not easy for them to um, um, raise Jesus and not just to raise Jesus, like it was not a easy family life, um, not like family people wise, but situation wise, environment wise, because they didn't have enough clothing, food, shelter. Jesus was born in a stable and afterwards they had to go to a foreign land um, until they can be safe to return to their home country. Like how many difficulties, like when they went to the temple, they give the offering that the poorest people would give, which was two pigeon doves. That's the offering that if you look back in like the Old Testament, that's the offering that poor people would offer. So you can see like the difficulties that they went through. So sometimes when we go through the difficulties that we do in our life, um, we don't always have to expect a solution or we don't have to expect our results to be better. Like I used to think like, oh, like, um, since I trust in God and since I'm following God, my work is going to be so good as an engineer or like, um, whatever I do is like going to turn out to be the best to work. Like, and I think part of it is also a little bit of pride too, because who am I to think that just because I rely on God, my suffering is going to go away or cause, and who am I that God should reward me like that? Because I don't deserve any of that. Uh-huh. Just because I prayed, I probably sin twice as much as I pray. So 
Um, I really don't deserve the goodness of the Lord. But to know that in our difficulties and in our troubles, that one day the work of God will be made visible through us. Like, for example, like, perhaps it was one particular situation and, you know, we were going through this difficulty, but rather than the environment changing or the situation changing, you changed. I changed. My perspective to that situation changed. So the people around us will praise God by seeing the works that God made visible through us. Like the change that they see in us. Like you see in this blind man, like Jesus was saying, neither he nor his parents. It is so that the work of God might be made visible through him. When grace starts acting in our life, um, it's not the world that needs to start changing. It is us that needs to start changing. And we, and we shouldn't be the ones who rely on changing us. You know, because the blind man, he wasn't like, okay, let me try to fix my eye. No. He was there. He was present at the moment. And he allowed God to work in his life. So he was in front of God and he allowed God to work in his life. So sometimes just being in front of God and he'll work through you and the glory of God, the work of God will be visible through you. Um, and once that grace of God is fulfilled in us, we will get, get the grace to do the work that God planned for us. You know, it says like in one of the, um, episode, uh, one of the letters by St. Paul where, um, St. Paul says that for we are his handiworks to do the work that God has prepared and advanced for you. For we are his handiwork so that we can do the work that God has prepared in advance for us. So while it is day, meaning there is a particular time, like sometimes I, like, you know, um, I remember perhaps you're a single person or you are unmarried or something. And maybe this is the time in your life that God is giving you to do a particular work that he's inviting you to. And perhaps you won't get a chance to do this work that God is inviting you to when you get married. So this is the right moment to embrace it, to actually um, to jump on it and to do it, whatever God is inspiring you to do. And secondly, the thing is, there is a point in your life when that, not, like Jesus says, like night is coming when no one can work. There is a point in life when you're going to look back and perhaps regret, you know, like, wow, I wish if I did that, I didn't. I remember one time Father Mike Schmitz was saying like how uh, our day, our, sorry, our life, our entire life can be likened to like a clock or like a day, like, you know, how a day goes by. And he says, like, we wake up in the morning, we're like, oh, we got so much time today. Um, and we wake up, we're kind of like a little relaxed during like noontime or something. We're like, okay, we still got another half of the day like left. Um, and but when we hit like towards the evening and stuff, we realize that we're running out of time and we're trying to get everything done. And before we know it, it's um 
it's later in the evening and almost midnight and it's time for us to go to bed and similarly our life can be like that like when we were born when we were young when we come into this world there's just so much things happening and when god gives us the grace to like you know invites us at a younger age to follow him to listen to him um we might tend to just like ignore it saying like oh yeah i can do that later i can follow god later um i can come back to my faith like right before when i'm like an old person i'll start going to church like like one of those old ladies when i get, become older you might never even have a chance you know um we don't know we don't know i remember when i was like in high school and i tend to like go into like so many of the things that my friends were doing and i wanted to like put god away from my life and during that time when i was trying to do that i just felt like jesus was like you know slowly like trying to poke into my life a lot and finally i was just like cuz one of the things that i used to tell jesus jesus i was like not right now jesus wait till i'm in college wait till i'm in college let me have fun in high school <laughs> um and i just felt like jesus was like poking still so there was a point when in high school it was like okay fine jesus um you can you can have my life like I think junior or senior year i started after sophomore year i kind of started like um letting go of the things i started you know trying to follow jesus and everything and i started to follow jesus and i think that really like made a difference so i invite you today with these things in your mind to just really reflect upon perhaps you know how can god use you so that he can reveal his glory his works through you perhaps there is a time in your life like maybe you won't be able to do the things that you once desired you did i remember like usually when it comes to this also happens when it comes to prayer um like sometimes i would tend to i i have tend to put off prayer so that i can like i would be like oh, i'll pray later um and before i know it many days passed by months passed by personal prayer has not been going on and then one day i'm like sick in bed and it's funny cuz you would think that now that you're sick in bed since you're in bed all the time you'll have more time to pray um unless you're going through that situation you'll know what i'm talking about but you can't like people who are bedridden they'll know what i'm talking about like even if you want to pray you just are not able to pray like i remember one time i just felt so sick and bedridden i wanted to pray but i couldn't pray like maybe the most i could do was some listening to someone pray but other than that i couldn't pray so you know don't put off prayer thinking that maybe when i'm sick or something i'll pray you'll probably won't even be able to pray so at that time i realized that what consoled me the most was knowing that i prayed or knowing that i tried to pray even when i felt like i didn't have time to pray or when i prayed when i when i was healthy or when i just tried to make time you know during each of my day so with all of this in mind let's close our eyes and 
Thank the Lord for all the good things He has done, all the wonderful works He has done through our life already, and for all the future works that He may complete in us. Within our life, within our short span of life, rather than using our life to glorify the world, let's use our life to glorify God. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.